Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sex Positive Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. Thanks for joining me again today, tonight, wherever you might be in the world. Um, I've never done this many bonus episodes in one week, but it's Sunday, so technically it's the start of a new week. But essentially, my podcasting format has changed a little bit, and I've been releasing shows twice a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays, because that flip fits into the flow of my full-time working life now. But the last couple of days, I've been putting out a lot of solo episodes, and I'm actually really enjoying the one-on-one intimacy and vulnerability again very much. So I am pretty bored tonight. We had a false alarm for a hurricane in the East Coast, and it was really a tropical storm, thank God. So my Sunday plans were, I don't want to say ruined. It sounds very pessimistic, but let's just say the day I had to navigate it a little bit differently. So self-care day. Any hoodles. Um, today I wanted to talk about the difference between relational and transactional relationships because this really resonates with me. And I figured whenever something hits home for me, it generally impacts my audience because I am, I like to consider myself a channeler and I'm just channeling the message that I think we need to hear right now, or at least I do very much. So when we benefit one person, we benefit the collective essentially. So I'm wondering if anyone else is exper- ex, ex, I was going to say experimenting, but experiencing this right now. And uh, let's get into today's episode, transactional versus un, an unhealthy versus healthy relational relationships. <laughs> oh boy. So I had to take a little break right there because my cat loves sitting on me. And then the second I get knees deep into recording, he always starts like wanting to leave. So love him though wouldn't change a thing he's like my favorite thing in the entire in the entire world the whole existence of everything my cat is my favorite so let's talk about this idea around transactional relationships and transactional relationships i've i'm coming to learn a lot about um, whether it is wanted or unwanted but Transactional is, it's not necessarily unhealthy. However, if you have more transactions in your relationship, it might be worth looking into. So a transactional relationship is an interesting term. And I actually came across this term today, hence why I'm talking about it to you right now. And the first thing that like comes to mind is something like an arranged marriage or selling someone to gain favors for X, Y, and Z. It's just, it is what it is. It's a transaction and we don't have to get into sex slavery right now. It's not, I'm not here to talk about human trafficking today, but maybe for another episode. Cause y'all know me. It's like, I don't know. I just love talking about things that are unpleasant for some reason. Maybe I'm a sadist. I don't fucking know. But Coming back, a transactional relationship 
is when couples treat their relationship like a business deal. It's kind of like someone brings home the bacon and the other partner cooks, sets the table, washes the dishes while the breadwinner watches football. And transitional, transitional and trans, traditional, I can't talk tonight, too many T's. These gender roles are excellent examples of transactional relationships. So what's the difference between a transactional relationship and any other relationship? Well, what a transactional relationship is in the first place and like, should it be demonized? It's like, no, business deals should not be demonized, but they have their place and perhaps intimacy is it shouldn't be all transactional, right? This is what I'm learning. So in any business deal, and I don't know anything about business, but this is all I know. <laughs> a transactional relationship is focused on the benefits. Generally, the people inside the partnership are thinking, what am I getting out of this? It tends to focus on self-benefits. It's results-oriented. It's positive and negative reinforcement. There's expectations and judgments and partners compete against each other. So you can see why this might be dysfunctional if this takes precedence in your relationship. I'd say transactional relationships are more of a frenemy than an alliance. Couples in these relationships, <clears throat> they give and take, but they care more about like they care about getting more than what they bargain for and true relationships don't care about these things a true partnership is one unit spouses couples they're not against each other they are if we're going based off of religion solely it's considered one entity by god and state true couples don't care about what they give to their partners in fact, they enjoy giving to their partners. They don't necessarily, I don't want to say they don't care about what they get, but it's mutual. It's equal. There's more equity. However, there's also the problem of people changing once they're in a relationship. And this is what makes things so fucking complicated. A year in and the person just completely 180s on you. So how does one deal with giving to their partner without them taking advantage of their benevolence? Transactional relationships are more or less symbiotic. There are forms of relationships that are more like slavery than a partnership. Transactional relationships are at least on the side of a, um, it's like, not ideal, I would say. Like, you need to be fair. You need to both contribute or at least have boundaries and the communication to talk about what is, what's the expectation, right? But a give and take relationship that involves sex, <laughs> it sounds closer to, um, like, I don't want to say prostitution because I don't want to offend anyone and I think sex work is work and I believe sex workers deserve to be treated with respect and dignity. 
However, it's still a business you're selling. And that is, we're not even talking about prostitution here. Forget I said that. Because I have nothing to say about prostitution because I can't speak to it. I'm not someone that is a sex worker. I don't even like the word prostitution. It just has such a negative, like derogatory sound to it. But you get my point. It's, it's that expectation to, you give me this and I do this. You do this for me and I give you my love. You don't do this for me and I pull away my love. It's not unconditional love. True relationships are about going through everything together as one entity. There's no, there's no scorekeeping, right? You and your partner, you realize are the same, you're whole, you're one. And taking from your partner is the same as taking something from your pocket. When you give, you feel good. There's there's really not much room for resentment here in a relational relationship. Oh, I just got the hiccups. <gasps> go away, go away. <laughs> this is definitely not like my, my most suave podcast, but I'm kind of just free brain in this, just whatever comes to mind. So giving to your partner in a mutual situation is no different than investing in yourself and investing in your partner is like giving to yourself. You know, I don't necessarily believe that transactions are bad, as I said, but There's certain relationships that based off of their ratio of transactions, it could be, I don't know, just not sincere, not genuine. Cause I've had people like, we've all been there when at least as a woman, we've all had these experiences as, and when I say women, I don't mean it on the gender binary. I'm just saying it for simplicity's sake. You go on a date and the person buys you dinner and then they expect you to come back home with them or they expect to get a blowjob or whatever the fuck people expect these days. (laughs) And to keep things simple, like a transactional person, a transactional relationship, you never act from an authentic place if there's nothing to gain. And it sounds very common sense, um, unless you think about like all the charity and bullying that goes all over the world, right? A lot of things in the world are done on a whim or do not follow usual logic and common sense. But sometimes, you know, I feel like it's really questionable though, because when we say we give out of the kindness of our hearts, I definitely believe it's possible, but at the same time, we're also receiving positive benefits from it. Like we feel good about ourselves. So that's just some food for thought. Like, is anything really anything ever like a hundred percent because you want to? Because even if you think yes, like I'm not even saying yes or no. I'm kind of just thinking out loud. Like, let's say I wanted to do something nice for my boyfriend, it would make me feel like a good girlfriend. So it's like, I don't know. It's just some thought to ponder on. And, uh, and 
I digress. A person with transactional behavior will only give if they can take. And this applies to all their relationships, including their romantic partner. It's it's that control, it's that power, it's that manipulation, it's that narcissism um, where they think if you do X, Y, and Z for them, then they will treat you kindly. Then they will stay in the relationship with you. They keep tabs on what they give and what they receive from their spouse or their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their partner. And it is a behavior, meaning that it's deeply rooted in a person's subconscious and personality. It's it's not entirely negative, right? Um, because career, education, like I go to work, I do this not out of the kindness of my heart. I do it to get a paycheck. Like, yeah, the work could be fulfilling. You could enjoy your work. There's your work could be meaningful to you, but at the same time, you're doing it for that paycheck, just like education. I didn't spend 30K on my master's degree just for fun, you know? I did it to get that educational credential. However, so this is normal, but when your relationships are transactional, um, it's not true connection necessarily. So how do we evolve these relationships into true partnerships, right? If you are in such a transactional relationship and you want to evolve your relationship into a true partnership, true love, what can we do? Based off of my observations and my experience, I would say, well, I'm just going to list whatever comes to the top of my head. This was purely non-scripted, everyone, so I'm sorry if I'm scatterbrained, but don't mention past mistakes. Don't account your contributions to the family. Like, don't say, I do this, and you don't, you never, ugh. Guys, I'm just saying, because my mom does this to me all the time, she'll be like, why didn't you wash the floor? You never do anything for me. You're selfish, you're lazy, you're inconsiderate. And it's like, honey, behavior, behaviorism one-on-one, um, positive reinforcement. If you want me to do something, like compliment me or tell me when I do it good so I want to do more of it. That's just like psych, like psych for dummies. Anywho, don't consider your partner as a rival. Don't look at them like a burden. Don't let a day pass by without giving to your partner. And when I say giving, I mean whatever their love language is, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be like you Venmo them $50. I mean, if you want to do that, be my guest. But words of affirmation, give them a compliment. Um, Acts of service, like make their bed when they go to work. Um, Quality time, just like ask them how their day is and spend a few minutes of, you know, when they get back from work with them touch them, like give them a hug, just maybe pick them a flower from your garden. Like giving in small ways often, I believe is better than just giving a big thing, but rarely, you know? So work on solving things together. Negotiation and compromise are vital. If you ever want to have a sustainable relationship, you can never say it's my way or the highway and expect to be in loving partnership because it's just so close-minded. And 
and wrong, right? It's different to have boundaries. It's other. It's another thing to have ultimatums. Do everything together. Like make a list. What's your chores? What's mine? What's your responsibilities? What's mine? So there is no miscommunication. So there are no blurred lines. Um, meet your partner halfway, right? Find balance, that middle ground. Try to be understanding. Um, share responsibilities and communicate and be just respectful of each other's feelings. Right? That's part of a, being in a relationship. It's, it's not like sacrificing yourself. We don't want to become martyrs. We don't want to lose ourselves and become shells of ourselves to make someone happy. But it's about finding what works. And trust me, as I know, it's so much easier said than done. But behaviors are formed by habits and habits are formed by repetition and practice. And this won't happen overnight. But if you are mindful and make a conscious effort, it could become a habit. What do do they say? I don't even know if this is like research statistically proven by data, but they say it takes 21 days to form a habit. Does anyone know if that's accurate? I don't know, but so be it. So a month is really not too long to support (laughs) each other and avoid, I don't want to say you should avoid conflict, but we have to have conflict resolution if we want to be in a healthy and happy relationship. We don't want to worry about stepping on each other's toes and walking on eggshells all the time because trust me that gets fucking exhausting feeling like you're holding your breath and and this stuff is just so critical if you plan to stay in a relationship a long-term relationship because I promise you it's so easy to be in relationships for I don't know a year or so until shit gets real then it's it could be fucking hard and relationships shouldn't be hard per se but they should be somewhat simple if you're committed and dedicated to actually evolving and growing with this person and making it work right because in the beginning when everything's all perfect or whatever it's so easy to love a person but you find out if you truly love them when that veil falls off when they come down the pedestal that we put them on because we have these honeymoon glasses on or whatever. So then we decide like, is this worth pursuing? But only you can ultimately answer that question. And the hardest part of evolving transactional relationships to true partnership is the willingness of both partners to put in the fucking work. And I don't know. You decide. Do I want to put in the work and do the hard work and get the payout? Or do I not want to put in the work and kind of get the easy way out? But I promise you, like, if you take the easy way out all the time, you're really never gonna, like, get through to the ultimate destination, which for me is like a healthy, loving partnership. But maybe you don't want that. Maybe you just want like a fuck buddy or something. So I'm just talking at this point of 
my experience. <laughs> but y'all are my friends, so like, I'm not even worried about being judged here because if you're listening to this, like, you're probably, like, you vibe with me. You're, you're good peeps. And if you don't vibe with me, you could still be good peeps, just not part of my tribe. And I'm just trying to find my tribe. I'm close to 30 and I'm just like, I'm just doing the best I can, man. Like with the tools that I have, I'm just trying to be better than who I was yesterday. That's all we can do, right? So, you're, that's all I got to say. So I hope everyone had a nice weekend. I hope everyone has an even better week. And uh, I have some fun episodes coming up for everyone. Some fun interviews that I'm really excited for. The podcast, I'm not even kidding, y'all. It's grown so much in the last two days alone. Like I got maybe 20 new Instagram followers, which I was so excited about. And so many inquiries about being on the show. So. If you'd like to talk to me, if you'd like to be on the show, like just reach out to me. I'm really, I'd like to think I'm down to earth and approachable. Um, I try to be friendly. So as long as you're not a fucking creep weirdo that like sends me weird sexual messages, cause like that's not cool and you need to stop harassing people. Um, I will ignore you. But if you're just trying to like find a like-minded person that's trying to just figure this shit out, I'm right there with you. So uh, reach out to me. I'm on Sex Positive Podcast on Instagram. If you'd like to support the show, um, you can find that in the show notes and, and all that stuff. So please like, rate, subscribe, share, and do the next right thing. Do the next hard thing. How about that? Because it's so easy to do to do something if it's if like if it doesn't make us uncomfortable, but the necessary things that will push us and level us up are often, they're so sucky to do sometimes, but we have to do them and it's worth it. it it's so fucking worth it. Reminder, reminding myself. So I love you all so much. Sending you all of my love and light and having a kick-ass week this week. We're going to kill it. And uh, yeah, just have a great night, everyone. I don't know how to end this. Bye.